San Antonio Sports Star Audio Vault is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. This is The Blitz with Joe Reinagle and Jason Minix, San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN 1250 and 103.3 FM. It is the Blitz here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250, 103.3 FM. I'm Jason Minix. He is Joe Reinagle. We are live at the grand opening of the boardroom salon for men. Over here, 1604 near I-10, basically right out here by Top Golf. We are here until 7 o'clock tonight. It was so nice last week in Los Angeles to not only talk to Shereen Williams on Radio Row live in person, but also to run into her at dinner at a great spot. Fixins. It, 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 yeah, it was called Fixins. It feels like that was a year ago. It does. <laughs> it, it literally was a week ago. Shereen Williams, I uh, trust you survived Super Bowl week in L.A. and you're, and you're back home and trying to recover like the rest of us. Oh, yeah. Pacific time really does it to you. You think two hours doesn't make a big difference? I, I, I got back late last night, tossed and turned until about 2 a.m. Uh, this morning trying to go to sleep. So we're trying to get off Pacific time now. Shireen, I've got to ask you this question. We're having this debate, and obviously uh, it was the debate du jour yesterday, <laughs> right? And, and I know you'll yeah. know the answer to this, or at least have an idea. Matthew Stafford, Hall of Famer. Well, the good thing is he's only 34 has got time left in his career. But one thing you look at is you look at Pro Bowls. And, and the only reason you look at Pro Bowls when it comes to the Hall of Fame is if they don't have enough. Because there are over 100 players every year that get the Pro Bowl. So there are guys that have 8, 10, 12 Pro Bowls. And you're like, yeah, but, you know, how many All-Pros, how many All-Decade teams, how many MVPs, Office of Player of the Year, all of those kinds of things is really what you look at. And Matthew Stafford has none of that. Um, he's a, right now he's 12th in yards and 12th in passing touchdowns on the all-time list. Uh, and people say, oh, well, he gets the top 10, you can't keep him out. Well, when Kenneth Collins and Vinny Tessaverde retired, they were in the top 10 in passing yards and passing touchdowns. So uh, I, why aren't they in the Hall of Fame then? If, if that's the criteria we go for, that's not the criteria that you look at. But he does have more time. He does have the Super Bowl, uh, which Trent Dilfer has the Super Bowl, and he's not a guy that we looked at as, as a Hall of Famer. So I will say, if he retired today, I don't think he makes the Hall of Fame. I'm probably not voting for him for, for the Hall of Fame. Um, but if he has four more years, five more years of the way he played this year and they win another title, then he absolutely, I think you're looking at, at Matthew Stafford. Uh, as a Hall of Famer. So I think he's taken another step in that, uh, but it's going to take a little bit more than, than what he's shown, than just the passing statistics. It's more than that. It's, it's all pros and pro bowls and MVP candidacies and, and all those types of things. And I don't think there was there were many years, if any years, when we looked at him as, as a top-five quarterback. I just don't. Maybe the year he passed for 5,000, which was his Pro Bowl year, which was early in his career, maybe you looked at him that year as, as a top-five quarterback, but that would have been the only year that you consider him that. So, yeah, he's got to do a little bit more for me to, to say he's a Hall of Famer. 
That is the brilliance of one Shereen Williams from <laughs> Pro Football Talk joining us here on the Blitz. And I say it that way because it's exactly what I was saying yesterday when guys like Reining were like, he's got a ring now, he's in. I'm like, no, he, he's not. I've never considered him to be good. And I, I'm glad you explained the Pro Bowls, uh, Shereen, because I look at all pro, and I know from players' perspective, all pros mean a hell of a lot more than Pro Bowls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no question about that, and I don't think he's ever even gotten a vote for All-Pro, much less been the All-Pro quarterback, and usually if you're the All-Pro quarterback, you're also the MVP of the league. That's just the way it works, and, you know, Drew Brees, I think, had one All-Pro that he ended up with, Um, but I don't think that you look at Drew Brees' career and go, well, I I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, because we do consider him in that top five. He was getting MVP votes, and the one year that he could have, should have, however you want to say it, won the MVP award. His former teammate, LaDainian Tomlinson, set the scoring record, touchdown record. So that's why LaDainian won it over Drew Brees that season. But Drew Brees was Offensive Player of the Year. So, yes, I agree with you. You look at all pros far more. It's a, a more distinguished honor uh, than the Pro Bowl simply because there are over 100 Pro Bowlers every single year. There are, what, 25, 26 all-pro players every year, whatever it is when you start throwing in the the specialists um, here. But there aren't very many um, all-pros every year. So it's it's a more distinguished honor, and I think even getting second-team all-pro is bigger than getting Pro Bowl. I agree. Shereen, as a Hall of Fame voter... And the way I understand it works and the way I've heard you or a John McClain explain it, you guys vote, but you kind of find out when everybody else does. It's not like you've got the secret and, and you're sitting on it for a week. When you saw the class announced this year and there was no first ballot Hall of Famers like a DeMarcus Ware or an Andre Johnson, were you satisfied with those that made this year's Hall of Fame? Well, it's not a very sexy class, but it certainly cleared out the queue, as we like to say, and it got some guys who've been waiting a long time. And Sam Mills was in his last year of eligibility, and I think we talked about that on on the show last week, that it was his last opportunity. If he didn't get in, then he was going to go in that seniors pool, and it probably would have been years and years and years before he he got in and got his opportunity. So I was glad to see him uh, go in, but I think he cleared out the queue a little bit. But... Yeah, you know, I was really surprised that DeMarcus Ware didn't get in. When I looked at the ballot of the 15 finalists, he's the one guy to me that stood out above the rest. Um, ninth in, in all-time sacks, and the, the seven players above him who are eligible for the Hall of Fame are all in the Hall of Fame. He will get in. It's just a question of when now, not if. I am going to be surprised again if he doesn't go in in the next class, the class of 2023. I'm going to be very, very surprised. Um, But I was surprised this year. I I really thought he had a strong case and, and checked off all the boxes and thought he was going in. Well, we shouldn't be worried about him. I don't think there's any question about this. All right, Shereen, as you know, here in San Antonio, Dallas, all across the country, usually you can't go too far when you're talking NFL football without mentioning the Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) We had Emmett Smith on our show on Friday, and he was about as passionate as I have ever seen him, uh, very upset with the Cowboys and the direction that they've been in and where he thinks they could possibly be going he was basically talking about the team has uh, has a discipline problem and they're wasting talent is that something you would agree with yeah i, I think that's that's accurate and 
I think they did that in the Tony Romo era, too, that they just didn't get it done when they needed to get it done for whatever reason. Um, and they've had opportunities, and I thought this was a good opportunity for them to get it done. And you look at some of the, the teams they had with Romo uh, had a chance. To, you know, Zach Prescott's rookie year, I thought they had a good chance uh, to get it done. So they just haven't gotten it done in, in 25 years, and I know it's very frustrating uh, for Cowboys fans, we've had generations now of fans who've never seen their team win a championship. Uh, and I know Jerry wants to see it uh, before his days are over. He's 80 years old and, and wants to see that happen um, but, but before he goes. He wants to win another one. So he has three, and, and you get greedy and you want more, and he never thought it would be, take this long to get back and, and try to win another one, but it has. So they'll spend the offseason trying to figure out what went wrong and how they can make it better. Well, and, and again, I mean, you know, Emmett's comments, uh, Greeny was talking about it this morning with his panel on Get Up, and you think something that was said on Friday to still have legs on Tuesday was a bit surprising, but it's also the Cowboys, and it's Emmett. It's one thing, and, and Greeny kind of alluded to this, it's one thing for Troy and Michael, who are in the media, always talking, but when a guy like Emmett, who, always, who isn't always in the media, uh, that, that seems to carry a little bit more weight, and you know how Radio Row is, Shireen. We're we were supposed to have him yeah. for eight to ten minutes. He kept waving off his handler. That interview was nineteen minutes long. Yeah, yeah, and and it is something for for one of those guys to to say that. And and you know Jerry listens. Jerry hears those things, and Jerry Jerry heeds them. Um, so you know Mike McCarthy, as we said, is going to go on the hottest of hot seats into twenty twenty two. And if they don't start out well, I think you're going to see Dan Quinn as the interim head coach there pretty quickly. So he's he faces a lot of pressure really to get it done this year. And I don't think that – I don't know that anything less than, than a Super Bowl is going to save his job. The Cowboys may look to a Dan Quinn or a Sean Payton uh, next year if, if Mike McCarthy can't get him to the Super Bowl because we know how much Jerry covets – uh, getting back to the big game, and now he's seen, you know, the Rams win one. And he's, I'm sure he's just tired of seeing all these different teams win one before he's won uh, one since 1995. You know, Shireen, you, 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 you look at that, and Jerry again at the Super Bowl said it would be embarrassing that the check that he would write if – that would guarantee yeah. him a trip back to the Super Bowl. So you're absolutely right. He, he wants to get back there. So when you look at it, and I guess everybody's got an opinion on how you get that done, whether it's Mike McCarthy's fault, whether it's the players uh, with some uh, responsibility there, and or do you go out and try to do what the Rams did this year? What do you think it is for the Cowboys, or do they already have the pieces there to get it done? Well, they look like they have the pieces now. I think you have some questions. Well, with the weapons going forward, Michael Gallup being a free agent and, and uh, uh, his knee injury, he's not going to get back probably for the start of the season. And you look at Cedric Wilson's a, a free agent. And what do they do with Amari Cooper? I think they're going to have to Dalton Schultz is a free agent. They're going to have to satisfy you know some of those weapons there and clear up some cap space. Uh, we know they have a cap problem right now, but some restructures will get that done and clear out some cap space. But they aren't going to do what, what the Rams did. I can guarantee that. They changed their philosophy a few years ago, uh, and, and now they're looking at building through the draft. And I'll say they've done a really good job of building through the draft, and they have some great players there. Uh, the, probably the pass rushers, again, that's going to be another area where they're going to have to look to, to figure out, um, do we want Dar DeMarcus Lawrence 
back? Do we want Randy Gregory back? What are we going to do there? Who are we going to spend our money on? Do we go out and sign a free agent? Again, I don't think they'll go out and sign a big money free agent, but I do think they'll try to supplement through the draft. They draft very, very well. Um, but they, to me, they have the players. They have the players there to win with. Now it's just a matter of getting it done in the postseason, something that they haven't done since Troy Aikman was their quarterback. And maybe that goes back to the quarterback. Maybe it goes back to the quarterback uh, getting it done in key situations. We certainly saw that with, with Matthew Stafford at the end of the Super Bowl and some of the other games that he played in the uh, in the game against the Bucks. He had the long pass, the Cooper Cup. So, you know, I think in some respects it does go back to just the quarterback making making plays. But these games, you know, you think about how close the Bengals were to not playing in the Super Bowl. They could have easily lost that Kansas City game. I think it's a Chiefs score there before the half. They lose that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you think about how close the Rams were not to be there. So, you know, it's a matter of a play here or there, and you've got to have a lot of things go right for you, and you think one of these years for the Cowboys, things are going to fall right, where they have this the good help throughout the year, and they have things go right in the postseason, and they make that one play that they have to, to make to get to the next postseason game. But it hasn't happened. For whatever reason, it hasn't happened. And that's what they need to do, Sam. Is it coaching? Is it the quarterback play? And I'll say this about the Rams. They didn't stand pat. They went to the Super Bowl four years ago, and they lost 13-3. to And it became evident shortly after that they weren't going to win the Super Bowl with Jared Goff. They, they, they said, all right, we, we reached the peak with Jared Goff. He got us to the Super Bowl. He started the Super Bowl. He wasn't good enough to win us the Super Bowl. We're going to go find a quarterback who, who can win with this team. And sometimes teams just sit with the same quarterback they have for a really long time or whatever position it is. They don't make that change. And it costs them a chance to win a title. The Bucks did that going out and getting Tom Brady. You know, they, they could have had Jameis re-sign Jameis Winston and, and, and said, well, you know, maybe we'll have a chance with Jameis Winston. We think he, we have the rest of the parts there. So sometimes it's rolling the dice and it's taking those chances and saying, you know, we've got to make this one change to our team to make it better, whether it's a coach, whether it's a quarterback, whether it's a key defender, key weapon, whatever it is, we've got to make this one change, and we think that'll get us over the top. The Cowboys have to figure out what that one thing is that's going to get them over the top. And that's going to carry us through the off season with all the Cowboy conversation that we'll have until we end up out in Oxnard for Cowboys training camp. Shereen Williams from Pro Football Talk. Make sure you follow her on Twitter, at NFL Shereen. Always appreciate your insight, your knowledge, your brilliance. And it was great seeing you in person last Absolutely. week in LA, Shereen. yes. Thank you, guys. It was good being with you. Appreciate it. Shereen Williams from Pro Football Talk, voter for the Pro Football Hall of Fame, a well-earned mother football nickname. No question. Did you hear what she said, though? I mean, sometimes you got to make difficult decisions, and that includes players and quarterbacks. I don't think she was talking about Dak. Really? Because Dak is not Jared Goff, but some of the other players. I'm just saying, as she said, have, quarterback. I, I'm not saying that's it either. Lord, Ryan Engel. I'm you not saying that's Ryan Tannehill. I'm not saying <laughs> I mean, that. And look where it got me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. out in the first round, just like the boys. Absolutely.